Welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura Agar-Wilson and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you start and grow a coaching business you love the wholehearted way. My guess is you want a business where you can show up as your whole creative, multi-passionate self so you can get paid, create a meaningful impact and have more time and freedom in your life. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to the Whole Heart of Business Show. I'm Laura and this week we're going to be talking all about how to have healthy boundaries in your coaching business. I think this is such an interesting topic because a lot of us struggle with boundaries, I think not just in business but in our lives as well and I think it can really be highlighted sometimes when we start a business when our boundaries are not helping us and not supporting us and the way that I like to think of things like boundaries is that it's almost like your boundaries are the support of structure of protecting your energy and I think it's really important to consider what your boundaries look like in your business because really that's what's going to allow you to thrive in your business and in your life is having these healthy boundaries in place and there's lots of different ways that your boundaries can get triggered when you start a coaching business so I thought it'd be really interesting to explore that in today's show. This is a huge topic actually and I'm just dipping my toe in I think with this show just to get you to think a little bit about boundaries and it's funny it's just one of those topics that's come up a couple of times recently with friends and with clients and it's just been on my mind so I thought it would be quite interesting to explore it. So the first thing to think about is why do we need boundaries in our coaching business? I think there's quite a few different reasons. First of all, we need to protect our energy as coaches and because we want to show up for our clients. It's certainly because of sometimes the nature of the work that we're doing. I think it's super important that we have practices that help us protect and manage our energy and having boundaries is a really big part of that. I think it's about enjoying the work that we do. I think sometimes when we don't have boundaries, we can start to dislike that. And we're going to explore that a little bit further as well. We want to be able to support our clients. And I think part of having boundaries is modelling that for our clients, depending on our area of work and how relevant that is. It's about making sure that we have the boundaries in place because for clients, sometimes when we don't have our boundaries in place, it's not actually helpful. Like letting a client take the pace is not actually helpful for them. It's not useful for them. We are just letting run all over us and we'll get into what that might look like in a sec. But I think it's beneficial for the client for you to have boundaries in place, actually. And also, I think having good boundaries is really important when it comes to scaling your business and actually having more impact and earning more money if that's something that you desire. I think having good boundaries is a really important part of that as well. So what can happen when you don't have healthy boundaries in place in your business? You can start to feel resentful. I think that's one of the the first red flags, I think, is starting to feel resentful of your clients or of the way that you're showing up. But any of that feeling resentful is definitely a red flag that you're going to want to look into. You can feel energetically drained if you don't have boundaries in place as well, because you basically, I think the kind of thing that comes to mind for me with boundaries, I think, is if when you don't have them, it's almost like your energy is spilling everywhere. Like there's no container for it. So it just like pitters everywhere and, and just doesn't, like there's no container for it. That's like the visualisation I have in my head is like a glass of water, but there's no glass there. The water's just flowing everywhere and there's no container for, for your energy. And I think that's really difficult to actually do anything when you, you don't have that container there. So that's the visualisation that comes to my head when I think about boundaries. And you can start to just really dislike what it is that you do. 
you can start to really not enjoy your work, really dislike it. It comes into that resentment. It comes into that feeling energetically drained. This is what can happen when we don't have good boundaries in place. And, and you can feel quite triggered and, and just and anxious even. There's lots of negative things I think that can come with not having these boundaries in place. So I think there's also really interesting to explore some of the reasons why some of us struggle to have boundaries. It's not Again, it's not like this thing where there's not something wrong with you for not having them. This is not about blaming anyone. I think there's very valid reasons why some of us struggle with boundaries because of societal norms, especially as women. There's lots of stuff that can come into that. So I think a big one is people pleasing and having people pleasing tendencies. I think what can come into it is also like wanting to be the good girl and not wanting to be a bitch. I think sometimes we feel like a bitch or that we're going to be selfish by having these boundaries in place. I think we can feel that we're being unreasonable sometimes by having boundaries in place. I feel like we might want to avoid conflict or something as well. And often sometimes not having boundaries comes with a bit of a lack mentality, certainly around perhaps saying yes to things that aren't right for us, saying yes to clients who aren't a good fit and things like that. So I think it's really interesting to explore like what some of these things might look like for you and whether or not that is coming into play around your boundaries. Like I say, any of these feelings of being a good girl, not wanting to be a bitch, feeling unreasonable, not wanting to be a diva. Like that's something that comes up in my head <laughs> around boundaries. And sometimes we need to unpack some of this to feel better around, around having boundaries and, and all of that jazz as well. And then where might we need to apply boundaries in our businesses? I think there's quite a few different areas where we might want to apply them. Obviously, with our clients, I think is a big one. I think that's probably where most people's boundaries get a little bit pushed, can sometimes be in the work with clients. And we're going to explore that in just a sec. With our customers as well, so people who might not necessarily be one-to-one clients, but our customers too, I think we want to have boundaries around that stuff as well. Social media is a big one too. We're going to want to have some boundaries with social media because, again, that's another one that can really push up against things that we want. Our friends and family. But I think one of the major ones is the boundaries that we kind of hold with ourselves, and in, in our actions and behaviours can be really interesting. But I'm very aware here that some of this is getting into things like past trauma, that is getting into all sorts of topics that can take you down some rabbit holes. So just be aware that, that this can like really spark some things off in terms of your mindset, stuff that might have happened in the past and things like that. But it's, I think it's always a really interesting topic to look at our boundaries because it really is about how we energetically hold space for ourselves as well. So things where we might want to start thinking about boundaries and just to give some examples, I think of where I have seen my boundaries come up in my business and just some other examples as well so that you can get your head around what some of this looks like. Ultimately, when we need to identify where we need a boundary, I think the really simple way to do that is to look at the places in our life and business where we are feeling resentful, feeling energetically drained and are starting to not enjoy ourselves. Those are the easy way to start to identify, oh, I might need a boundary here. I might need to renew a boundary here is to look at where we're feeling that way, where we're feeling, perhaps feeling anxious or things like that. So being aware of where that is, where those feelings are coming up, I think in our business is a really good indicator of, oh, I might need to look at a boundary around this. So for me, it was things like I don't particularly enjoy working on an evening. Generally speaking, that's been a boundary that I've had for a while is that I just don't work with clients on an evening. Now, when I was doing health coaching, I would see clients like, 
happened whenever they were free they were free because I was just wanted to get the clients and that really came from a lack mentality I just want to see people whenever they're free but then that meant that my week had no structure it meant that my energy was all over the place it meant that I felt drained it meant that I started to feel resentful of having to talk to a client at eight o'clock at night and it just was not working for me so when I created that boundary for myself that was really helpful because it meant that I could thrive in my business much much more effectively so that's just one example things like when you're actually available for people I think this is a really big one when are you available for people whether that's actual calls whether that's support things something that's become really popular these days and something that I love in my business is voice note support and I offer that in quite a few of my programs and I love it but I love it because I've got boundaries with it in terms of when I am available for that. And what I recently did with Voxer was I turned off the notifications. I don't need to have the notifications on because I will dip into it automatically. And that has really helped have a slightly healthy relationship with that. But I absolutely love voice note support. I think it's awesome. It's not something I want to get rid of, but that's helped me manage when it is that I check in with that a little bit more than just having all the notifications popping up on my phone. So that's just an example as well. I think sometimes it's actually just asking yourself, is this client taking the pace? this is such like a delicate one to figure out and sometimes it comes in what's reasonable and what's not reasonable but I think you know deep down when someone is just taking the piss and sometimes they might not realize it and they just need to be reminded of, of, of a boundary that you have in terms whether it's terms of access or behavior or something else that it is that they're doing so I think that's totally fine as well to think about boundaries in that way other examples people might be basically trying to get answers to questions on social media on dms and stuff now i don't mind being helpful in dms i think if it gets to a certain point i probably would say to someone look i think we're probably better off exploring this in a call here's a link to my clarity call that you can book and that's paid i'd probably do that at a certain point but generally speaking i'm quite flexible i don't mind being helpful but there was a certain point where i would say that so you might want to look at that again that's somewhere where your boundaries can be pushed is it be trying to get support from you and actually not paying for it because the messaging you on email or, or on instagram or dming or whatever that's somewhere that could come up and i think again this is where we just need to have some boundaries in place but seeing all of these examples and actually having boundaries in place and actually what they look like that's something that is sometimes more tricky is okay so I know that I don't want to you know see clients on an evening or I don't want to see them at this time and I don't want to be on social media at this time and I don't want to be checking in with my Facebook on this time I don't want to be looking at emails but I feel compelled to do it and often I think that comes from this sense that for me it was oh people are like waiting for us People are expecting me, expecting this of me and things like that. And I think the biggest aha moment I've had with boundaries is communicating them. That's the most essential thing with any of this is having very clear communication around what is acceptable and what is not acceptable or what your boundary is. And again, it's just that container for your energy. It's not you being a diva. It's not you being a bitch. You, whatever it is that you need to thrive in lots of different ways, energetically, whatever, is totally valid. Sometimes it's tricky trying to explore what those lines look like and what's reasonable and what's not reasonable. But generally speaking, I think if you need something in place for you to thrive, then that is absolutely fine. In terms of communicating our boundaries, certainly as a coach when it comes to clients, I think it's about having very, very clear agreements and terms and conditions with people definitely when you start off in digital products you want to have very clear refund guidelines this is something that's bitten me before in the past has not been crystal clear and communicating those things in very 
you know, clear ways. I think that's really important just to have that is, is to be very clear and very simple, very straightforward. I have with some of my clients, I have this extra thing. So I have a program agreement that kind of lays out the deliverables, what that is that they're actually going to get the physical things, whether it's number of sessions or if I'm doing like a design package, the actual things they're going to get that has that laid out. But I have an extra thing called a working with me info sheet, which basically just details like, this is how I like to work. Things like don't message me on whatsapp if you get hold of my mobile number don't message me on whatsapp don't message me on social media sites about our work together because i'm going to miss it and we're going to miscommunicate these are my working hours i work between monday and thursdays nine till three don't expect a response outside of those times i sometimes will respond outside of those times we don't expect it where i want documents shared and stuff like that i'll have in there there's a few different things that i communicate and when that person has seen that it makes it a lot easier for me to be like oh i don't i've seen that email come but i don't need to answer it because they know that i'm not back at work until monday and that's actually fine and that has really helped just communicating those things something that you can have as well a really easy thing that you can have around boundaries is to have an email or responder so i have one set up i've had it for years and it just says thanks for emailing us this is when you can expect a response. These are my working hours. It just means that people have got that expectation. This is when you won't hear from us. People are contacting me about guest posting or like really random health brand work, like what I used to do, you know, five years ago that I no longer do. It just means that they get an instant response that says like, I'm not actually going to be doing that. And other things that you can have that might be helpful as well is online schedulers. I find that really helpful because I know that for me to feel good in my business and to thrive, I do not want to be seeing clients every single working day because I would get nothing done. I would just get no work done. So I only see clients on a Tuesday and Wednesday. Very occasionally, I will see people on other days if they really can't make it on any other day. But generally speaking, it's a Tuesday or Wednesday. And again, that's a boundary that I hold quite firmly most of the time because it's really helpful when it comes to me being able to feel good at what I do and again it's only between nine and three I won't see people on evenings unless I'm saying this unless there's a really massively difficult circumstance but generally speaking like that's when I'm free and if you can't make it you can't make it and that might again that kind of brings up a bit of oh you bitch you won't see people but no I've got a family and I've got a life and I I can't be available 24 7 for, for people and I don't think generally people expect that but it can be just really useful to communicate that and have that really clear with people as well other things I think can sometimes just be trickier to define I think is what I want to say and sometimes again it's the clients that just take the pace the clients that aren't a good fit and again like it's okay to say no and, and actually this goes for lots of different situations in life and business but a reminder that it's okay to say no and you don't have to offer any justification for it either you can say no that is absolutely fine to whatever it is you can say no I'm not doing that I'm not here for that Um, I'm not available for that you can say no and I think that's a really powerful thing to remember in your coaching business and again this is where we might want to unpick the the stuff around or feeling like a bitch being a diva wanting to people please wanting to be the nice girl not wanting to have conflict that's where these things can come up but there's been a few times in my business where I've had to get my big girl pants on and I've had to be no this is not going to happen I'm not available for this shit basically and that can be really like a powerful thing to state that to yourself and to be like actually no I'm not I'm not here for this so That is a bit of a a toe dip into the world of boundaries when it comes to your coaching business. And again, just to reiterate, I think it is about exploring where do you feel resentful? Where are you not enjoying your work? Um, You know, what just doesn't feel good to you? And can you create a boundary that is going to support you 
to feel good and to not feel like that. And to know that you creating these boundaries and holding them is not a bad thing. For me, the key has always been around very clear communication of those boundaries. I think that makes them a lot easier to hold. Sometimes the hardest boundaries to hold are the ones that we have with ourselves. So things like not scrolling on Instagram, not answering emails at night because you sat on your phone or something. I think sometimes those are the slightly harder ones actually, but it's worth exploring that as well. And just to say things like social media as, as well, often again, this is a place where our boundaries can be can be pushed. And you know, if people are being assholes on social media, just block them. You don't owe anyone anything. This is really important to remember. You're not here just because you have a business and you want to help people doesn't mean that you're available for other people's shit. Like you, you're not. You're a human being as well, and and you feeling good is really important. So yes, you're not here for other people's shit, basically. And you can say no, and you can block, and you can have whatever boundaries you want. You can run your business in whatever way fit, as long as it's not discriminatory. You know, you can do that. Yeah, that's the the moral of this week's episode. The key learning point from this week's episode is don't put up with other people's shit (laughs) but yeah anyway that has been a toe dip into boundaries I would really love to know I think this is a really interesting topic what's a boundary that you've had to uphold recently we'd love to know if you're watching on YouTube let me know in the comments if you're listening on the podcast DM me on Instagram I'm at wholeheartedly Laura or email me I'd love to know yeah what's a boundary that you've had to hold is this something that you struggle with I'm really happy to just you know I was saying there this is not a boundary that I have because I really enjoy doing this but I'm more than happy to chat with anyone on email or Instagram if you struggle with I'm really happy to do that that's not a boundary issue for me because I enjoy doing it I don't feel resentful when I do it basically so yes I hope that's been interesting helpful got you thinking about things got you thinking about how you can communicate your boundaries perhaps and again just to say having boundaries does not mean that you're not going to get clients you will still get clients in fact they'll probably respect it even more if you've got if you've got them and like I say having boundaries I think can actually be beneficial for clients because you're modeling healthy boundaries I think sometimes people need someone to hold a boundary and to say that this is not acceptable as well so yes let me know your thoughts and I will see you next time bye